Before we start this podcast, I'd like to remind you that when you're building your maker business, it's helpful to have both a business plan and a brand strategy. At georgesupplyco.com, I've spelled out all the parts of a brand strategy, including pre-purchase, in-purchase, and post-purchase branding in a free post titled, How to Build a Brand Strategy. You'll find a link on the front page of georgesupplyco.com. Welcome to the Business for Makers podcast, brought to you by George Supply Company. Each episode, we explore topics you need to know to grow your maker hobby into a maker business and brand. I'm Scott Shervitz. This week, raising awareness about your brand with guerrilla marketing. Let's begin with the Business for Makers News Desk. We'll, of course, start, as always, with lumber pricing. TradingEconomics.com reports lumber futures surged from 500, surged above $550 per 1,000 board feet, the highest price since early February. The higher prices are a result of the Canadian wildfires that have ravaged approximately 4 million hectares of timber since June 6th. As a result, sawmills have been forced to shut down leading to substantial disruptions in the forestry industry. Meanwhile, in the U.S., housing starts unexpectedly jumped by 21.7% month over month in May, indicating a promising recovery in the housing market, which had experienced a slowdown due to, fact, due to factors like high mortgage rates, elevated prices, and tighter lending conditions. So we are possibly looking at higher lumber prices going forward for the rest of the year. In social media news, well, there's really only one topic we've all been talking about, and that is, of course, threads. As you know by now, Meta on third Wednesday officially announced its Twitter competitor, Threads, after first confirming its plans for the app about three months ago. Threads is already off to a strong start. The app received 70 million signups as of Friday morning, according to the company, including a large number of brands, celebrity, celebrities, journalists, and many other prominent accounts. Now, users sign up through their Instagram account and keep the same username, password, and account name, although they can edit their bio to be unique to threads. Users can also import a, the list of accounts they follow directly from Instagram, making it super easy to get set up and running on the app. As far as functionality, threads posts can be up to 500 characters long and can include links, photos, and videos of up to five minutes in length. Similar to Twitter, threads are presented in the main feed with a lot of recommended content to start with, and, can, and you can like, repost, and reply to each update. In terms of how posts are ranked 
Instagram president Adam Masseri says that there is an algorithm that lightly ranks posts for now. They're also looking to highlight recommendations from accounts you don't follow as a means to kickstart engagement. Of course, this online battle between Threads and Twitter has indeed launched a real-life battle with Elon Musk and Meta Chief Mark Zuckerberg, seemingly agreeing to a cage match sparked by barbs about Meta's new Challenger app. UFC boss Dana White says that he's spoken to both Musk and Zuck about a possible bout, potentially to be held in Vegas. And if you didn't already know it, Italy has also reportedly offered the Coliseum as an event venue. Now, Zuckerberg has been competing and winning medals in jiu-jitsu tournaments as of late, while Elon Musk says he's been trained, he has trained in martial arts in the past, but admits to being out of shape at this time. Of course, I'd personally pay to watch this event, uh, so we'll see if it actually happens. And that's it for the Business for Makers News Desk. We'll be back in a moment. This episode of the Business for Makers podcast is brought to you by George Supply Company CA Glue. Dries in seconds, forms a permanent bond on a wide variety of materials, perfect for filling knots and cracks, ideal for general use home repairs, and can be used with activator for instant drying. George Supply Company CA Glue is available. All right, and we are back. So, how do you raise awareness about your brand with guerrilla marketing? I've put together some cheap or free actionable steps that you can take right now to get your brand noticed. First off, guerrilla marketing is all about thinking outside the box and capturing attention in unconventional ways. While everyone else is posting another slow motion table saw mishap video, maybe it's time to try to stand out from the crowd. If your target market is your local community, it might be time to step out of the woodshop to get noticed by your neighbors. But to be remembered, you have to be creative and maybe a bit unexpected. So here are a few ideas to adapt to suit your woodworking business and your target market. Number one, leave something behind. Use your skills to create something memorable that can be found by others later. For instance, leave out some unique wooden business cards. Design and print unique business cards made from thin wood veneer or plywood and leave them behind at high traffic locations that you frequent. Laser your logo on inexpensive cork coasters and ask a bartender if they would use them during the weekend rush. You might even consider offering them at local cafes or grocery stores for customers to pick up to use in their car cup holders. What if you made a simple phone stand 
and you ask local cafes or shared workspaces or libraries if they'd be willing to keep them out for customers to grab and use while they're at their locations. Number two, shake hands and kiss babies. Support local community events, local fairs, farmers markets, and parades. Again, think outside the box. Provide materials to the staff or vendors. <laughs> Maybe you offer to make wooden sidewalk chalkboard signs or cornhole boards to use for the event. You could make great looking signage to guide attendees to the right areas. You might even offer to help construct some elaborate stages, booths, or seating. Pass out collectibles or curate a unique experience. An example here might be have stickers or merch or business cards ready to share with folks as they walk by. Grab their attention with games like memory challenges with wooden pieces, wooden tic-tac-toe boards, ring toss, puzzles, or even lawn bowling. What if you donate a product to use as a prize for a fundraiser? You could use, you could also donate an item to be part of a silent auction that helps raise funds for some charity. And finally, help beautify the area. What if you participate in a community beautification project or offer to help to reimagine some current infrastructure in more pleasing ways. Why can't roadblocks have fire flower boxes on top with your logo saying provided by? Maybe the farmer's market organizers or park officials would love to have a couple new picnic tables nearby with, again, your logo provided by this wood shop for more information. I think you know what I'm getting at here. Number three, teach. You probably already share your woodworking knowledge and expertise by creating engaging and informative online posts. But there are tons of opportunities otherwise to bring your expertise to the public in person. For instance, you could teach a class at a local craft studio. You know, you could teach something easy but have samples that demonstrate your advanced skills. Consider teaching participants to make something that already complements another product you sell. So if they made a lattice style wine display, maybe a bottle opener or coasters in the same style would help them complete a full set. You could schedule a family friendly event at the local library organize an event or even a series of events that lets parents and children work together on a simple project like a birdhouse or a toolbox or step stool or a picture frame. The librarian might even be willing to designate a display or a shelf with woodworking books and how-to guides. This is a simple way to become somebody's go-to source for, you know, holiday gifts, cutting boards, uh, other birdhouses, things like that. Do a live demonstration at an art fair or a farmer's market. Demonstrate your woodworking skills by creating small projects on the spot 
and engage with attendees by answering their questions or offering mini lessons. Finally, offer fix-it clinics at the farmer's market or the library. You could build goodwill with your customers and bring them bring home the point that your business cares about good quality, lasting, and sustainable projects. Offer to help repair small pieces or at least provide some advice for someone's problem. Maybe schedule a time that they can stop by the shop later. You might even just spend a whole day reapplying lacquer or oil to old cutting boards. And finally, number four, work with other businesses. You know, trading flyers or samples with other businesses allows each of you to get in front of each other's audience and customer base. But even more so, bring your work to their storefronts. That could mean trading some light work with a coffee shop who will let you put up a flyer. Maybe you can make a custom sidewalk chalkboard for them or hang some custom shelves or build a unique stand for their point of sale merchandise. You could reach out to businesses that complement your services. Trade business cards with a local real estate agent and, try and agree to suggest each other's businesses. Ask a local plant nursery or flower shop to suggest your business for their planter boxes. Or perhaps a local wine shop would recommend your business each time a customer compliments their wooden wine bottle display. Or maybe they have developed their own, uh, you know, proprietary wine bottle display with their logo and you just are the source for it. You could trade branded shirts and hats with other businesses to spread exposure. And finally, you could provide value at scale. Local short-term rentals are always looking for Instagrammable moments and unique experiences to draw in customers. Your business could provide unique details in the units, offer amazing wall art, or unforgettable signs to identify the unit or reach out to auctioneers or real estate agents. Perhaps if you offer them a good discount on restoring items, people might be willing to spend more on them. So here's some pro tips. Remember, document and capture high quality photos and videos of all these marketing efforts to use for future promotional materials. And always respect local laws. Seek permission when necessary and be considerate of people's property and privacy. But by thinking outside the box and being creative, you can effectively capture the attention of your local community and make your woodworking business memorable. We'll be back with a new segment called What's on your bench right after this. If you want to build your brand as a maker, one place to start is to wear, sell, and give away apparel and gifts with your logo. It introduces others to your brand and gives you an opportunity to start a conversation 
about what you do. George Supply Company offers over 100 items for you to brand, all with no minimum order or inventory investment. Available at georgesupplyco.com. And we're back. This new segment I'd like to call What's on Your Bench. You've heard of it, uh, of course, many times at other podcasts. Um, but what I'd like to do different this time is give our uh, audience a chance to tell me what's on their bench. So, of course, I'll start first. And I'm just working on a cigar ashtray for Woodworks uh for our woodworks company. And this one is a black limba uh, on the top and maple on the bottom. It's pretty cool. Um, by the time this, uh, po this uh, podcast goes up, it should be on the website. Um, so uh, that's been really fun to work with, with my son, Kevin. And uh, we just keep moving along on, on that project. Uh, it's, it's been awesome because we have a lot of people who uh, keep ordering these cigar ashtrays. So that's been a nice little business. Let's see what else we can find. Hey Scott, this is Ellen at Noco Wood and Resin for your upcoming podcast. Um, I just have some posters on my bench that I'm finishing up for some upcoming craft shows. And then in two weeks, I am retiring. So I have lots of house projects on the list. Uh, barn door, closet reno, and some outdoor furniture. Awesome. From... NoCo Wood and Resin, Ellen Pickman, and we have one from Danny Weiser. This is DW Workshop, and I am working on some yard decor and garden bridges. All right. Awesome. So those are the two people that uh, responded. Hopefully we get a lot more in the future when I reach out and ask you guys for what's on your bench. Thank you so much. I'm Scott Shervitz, and thank you for listening to the Business for Makers podcast, brought to you by George Supply Company. And thank you to my co-author, Brian Shervitz, Associate Instructional Designer at the University of Wisconsin Extended Campus. Subscribe to our podcast to get regular insights and tips for building your maker business. And get more information about building your brand, selling merchandise, and maintaining your business operations, all at georgesupplyco.com.